I have stuff. I don't know if you do this in your act. I have stuff that I'm really embarrassed about, mm-hmm. but I like doing it. Yeah. Like I have one one thing I do. It's the best. That I'm, I'm, I'm so ashamed of, but I, <laughs> I but I do it anyway. Oh, you want to hear something really weird? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> That's the bit. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And welcome to another episode of Your Mom's House. We're here with a very special guest. Just a quick pop in. You know him as professional go-kart driver, Daniel <laughs> Ricardo. Daniel's Whoa! here, everybody. What the? It's, uh, it's Formula One week Formula. here in Austin, Texas. Daniel, thanks for stopping by. Thanks. Uh, I'm really just going to laugh the whole time. That's all good, man. You know, I know what the real F1 fans want to ask you, and that shit is boring. So let's talk about that F1 puss, man. It's got to yes! be incredible. Top-notch shit. Oh, my God. It's like Euro puss, It's so too. elite, too. It's yeah. like rich pussy. Yeah. It's not like that bogan pussy from back home. Yeah. It's like that top-tier stuff. Yeah. <laughs> What's oh the best? Gosh. Russian hose? <laughs> Eastern European, obvi. Oh, yeah. Hungary. Oh, yeah, Budapest. Yeah, Budapest. Budapest. Uh, yeah. So, were you born there? I'm no, deflecting no. here. My parents, my parents. <laughs> but so, when you're, yeah, okay, but where do the chicks go craziest? When you're you're not married, you can talk about wait, this. Wait, I think my wait, I think my phone's ringing. I'm just going <laughs> to take this call. <laughs> Yeah. Sponsors. Yeah, no, yeah. it's um. Look, it's um. Here's a wild thing to get into. It's got to be great because I mean, you have great got, teeth. He's got oh, the yeah. best he's teeth got, on he's that He's show. handsome. Yeah, got a great, and he's fucking yeah. skilled. This guy's one of the best drivers in the fucking I know. world. You've been driving since you were two. Nearly. Yeah, I know. Nearly. Yeah. Nearly. Then, this is what what I learned about you watching the TV show. Oh, hey, did you see me take that corner at 190 miles an hour today? Yeah. No big deal. Get on your knees. That's what you fucking <laughs> <about. laughs> Stupid bitch, am I right? I'm not even going to talk. This is hilarious. <laughs> I'm getting like a free show. <laughs> so, no, but you know what? Um, it is like, uh, I think the Netflix show, Drive to Survive, I don't know how what your guys' actual personal opinion is on it. To me, it has broadened, right, your audience, where F1 is traditionally very like popular in Europe, I think in the Middle East, and then it's considered an elite level. Like if you're into F1, like everyone knows the fan base has 
you know, it's all like private jets and, and like Rolex, like it's all like this elite sport. And I feel like it's broadened your sport into like more like uh, blue collar people are like, this is fucking wild. I didn't know about because they really did a good job of so dramatizing cool. everything and, you know, create. I know it's creating story, you know, how you produce a show, but it created storylines that people are like falling in love with these drivers and the teams. And like, I don't know, has it changed? Do you feel like it's changed the fan base? Massively. 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 Are we off the topic of... Yeah, F1 push. Yeah, 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 we'll get back yeah, there, yeah. though. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll come back to it. We'll oh. back. They we'll just flash their titties at you when you drive <laughs> yeah. by, right? Yeah. So it's... All right. It really has changed, like, drastically since, uh, since the series. Because, as you say, like, it was a very, like, niche group of followers that was, like, you, you kind of... F1 is some people's life like it's all they it's the only sport they love and they're into but then there's kind of your basically the rest of the world who follow every other sport but f1 and it was just it was very wasn't very accessible for many years and especially because even like the simple fact we wear helmets like you don't really you couldn't really put a face to a name right mm. um so like the the show also just like lets people in personalities stories like everyone can kind of buy into that and um yeah it makes it seem normal to some degree yeah i mean and it, it makes mm. you appreciate the skill level i think you know the one of the things the aspects that i love about the show is like if you're a, a football like an american football fan you really start to appreciate the separation of a let's say a, a really good college player and then he gets in the NFL and maybe doesn't make the team. And you're like, what? How is that even possible? Like he just he misses it by this margin. And you guys would, or the show would highlight, you know, like a Formula 2 driver, right? Like the, the tier below mm -hmm. coming up and just like not pressing and not, not making the cut. And you're like, this guy is just like this far from being like super elite. Mm -hmm. And that's a fascinating thing to watch that somebody's like, really good at this but missing the margin so you're starting to like you, you feel like you're learning more about you know what it's i mean crazy. like the level. I, I love watching that shit it's well, i mean where it's like the crazy thing is like a tenth of a second yeah. is is the margin like it's you know if you if you say a second is the gap a, a second is the difference between me and you like it's a second's an eternity yeah sorry no disrespect but no 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 <laughs> like so in terms of like the the fine margins that the sport like works with is insane and I, for me, still the craziest thing about the sport is there's 20 of us. That's it. That that's 20 it. drivers in the world. That's it. At least, you know, obviously in Formula One. So, you know, it's uh, you think of all like the top tier sports, NBA, as you said, like NFL, yeah. like I don't know the roster, but I know it's a lot more than 20 people. Yeah. So you, it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of people trying to make it. It's, so yeah, I mean, special. that was. And the other thing that, you know, you, you, have, you start to develop an appreciation for is just like how that whole team has to really work. Like, I think I want to say season one, I think it was you where you were pulling out of the pit and like, I think it was you maybe. And like the, you know, the tires didn't come on. Like they, they went to like, cause it's, it's so fast tires off on and they didn't go. And you're like, how the fuck can that happen mm -hmm. at this level? But it does. And then it changes like that whole race. And maybe it has an effect on your season. That shit is super dramatic too. That's, it's the, like with the sport, you can, there's so many variables and again, like you could put everything into it and do everything you can. And, and 
it could all be going well and then something like that could happen or a mechanical failure or there's so many things out of your control that yeah. can happen as well. So like I constantly battle with like a love hate with the sport because when it goes well, it's like the highest of the highs, highest of highs, but it can also rip your heart out pretty often. So. Sure. Yeah. What can but, you do? You can't control much. Just like stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. Some lunatic pops off on your show. Yeah, and you then, just really can't do shit. But also, um, I'm always surprised by your athleticism. Like you guys have to, because I say didn't good know. good looks or athleticism? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I said good looks earlier. Good oh. looks. But I mean, it's so wild that you have to be in really good physical shape. You guys are all pretty lean. like. Mm. Right? And I did Dudes. not know this because you just assume, oh, this guy's driving like a truck driver. Maybe they can weigh 500 pounds. And like, you really can't. Like Tommy and I went to a garage and yeah. he showed you showed me that old Formula One car. Yeah, they had Schumacher's, one of uh, his old Ferraris uh, And it's tiny. Here. So, yeah. Yeah. So like you can And you guys are like, fat. looks like it seems like you're laying down in that shit. Yeah. yeah we're properly, the position's so weird. Um, and also, yeah, if you like see inside the cockpit, it is so small. And especially then where your, your feet go, it's, uh, it's very compact. So yeah, we need to be like small, I guess, or light just to fit simply, and but it's also for performance. undrivable oh, for to like your regular, like a person who's never like, can't really drive it. I think you'd be like, you'd be able to pull away like uh -huh. you'd be able to get going mm -hmm. but the problem is it's it's one of those things where the faster you drive in a way the easier it is because the temperatures are up the tires work better uh -huh. so it's like you because you would kind of drive too slow that it would you would keep spinning in a way because everything would be slow. so cold yeah. that you would just have no grip you'd have like no downforce uh -huh. like no like suction to the track sure so it's like the faster in a way the easier but to get to that level, yeah, not you're not going to jump in and do it. So let me ask you this: you'd in, suck in com. I would Easy. suck. Yes. Thank By the way, oh I just God. I did. I have a racing vlog to show you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've sent me a few a few little videos before. Of Wait till you fast see my, cars. my latest one. Though. You're going to be you're going to call some people for me, and you're going to be oh like, "We need to get this God. guy in." What's what's your current weight? Are you are you I'm fighting to, weight? I'm I'm down to two oh six right now. All right. I'm trying to do the math. I work in Kilo. I reckon you got to get to like 170 to start being respectable. Get the That's fine. Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Who's the do heaviest they... guy in, in F1 right now? I don't know. Um, like put it this way. If we're, if we're kind of more than 70, I'd say like 73 kilos, it's a disadvantage. Kilos. Maybe that's like 160 pounds. Yeah, because that's 2.2. Uh, that's, um, so it's yeah. 73 Damn. times 2.2. So if you're above that, you're... Costing yourself lap time. Oh my god! Holy shit! And do they weigh you like flight attendants in the '80s before you get in your car every day? We'll get weighed. I want to say four times a day. Stop! Yeah. So I only need to lose forty-five pounds, and I can do this. <laughs> it's chill. And you have, to, you have to time travel and start at the age of two, and then get rid that, of it. No, you don't. You haven't seen me drive. I'm super scared. <laughs> and you need a divorce with all the. Let me ask but, you this. Oh, that so too. Damn in it. comedy, the groupies are called. Chuckle fuckers. Yeah. Do you guys call them motor mouths in your world? <laughs> I, we do now. You do now? Oh. We do now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's a term. Um, yeah. Oil guzzlers? Yeah, that's Oil. Yeah. <laughs> Oil changers? Uh, guzzlers was guzzlers better. Guzzlers better. Yeah. yeah, you call them drain yeah, pipes? Yeah, what do you call them? Yeah. Drain pans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. If they're nice, we call them like sweet fans. Uh -huh. Yeah. If they're not, we call them like psychopaths, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but no, they're, they're all pretty nice. Have you ever feared for your life on the track? Like, was there a day where you're like, this is it, I'm fucking dying? 
So, no, but um, it was pretty scary recently. So actually, the um, in Suzuka, uh, Japan, it was like torrential rain, and I don't know the the cars this year have so much more spray. Like when you drive through the rain, the spray that comes off is just visibility so bad.、Mm. So. I remember the start of the race, like we could not see anything unless you're first with、Fuck. no spray. Like it was, it was like the the worst conditions I've ever driven in, and you kind of just, yeah, I was definitely holding on, just hoping that I was gonna just make it through. I have, yeah, I have a real race question to ask you though, and this, and this real, I'm for real. This is not, <laughs> I'm serious. One of the things that the show highlighted to me、uh, was the fact that. It feels like, and I, this might be like such an entry level amateur question, but it feels like the that a good part, a good amount of the teams are just participating for the sake of participating because they don't have. You learn like the money behind the, you know, like the big teams are like, you know, Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, like where you guys have like where there's these hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollar teams, and then the other teams they're like. You see a driver who will go like, "Well, I can't really compete with these guys. We don't have to name them all, but with these guys, so it'd be great to switch to like a, essentially a wealthier team." Are those cars not at the level? Like, how much of this is the car when you have elite drivers? Where you go like, you know, is that car just really not competitive with the other guys' cars? That's the big.、Um, I mean. It- Kind of goes back to like a little bit of the when I said like the love hate part of the sport. It's some some form of like the hate part is that you it's not an even playing field in、mm-hmm. terms of like the the cars are different. They but, are right. Yeah, and it's you know like a world champion is going to be in. It might not always be the best car, but it's going to be in the top say two cars on the grid.、Um, you're just not going to be a world champion with. Uh, at, at let's say at this current stage, like a smaller team, you know, because it's they don't have the the resources, the infrastructure, the development. Because during the year as well, it's so every year they build a, a car from scratch. Every team starts fresh. What? And then through the year, they will keep like developing that car. So you might it's it might be that you actually start off like on the front foot and you're there, but、yes. then six months later, you're now. Towards the back because everyone's developed at a, at a quicker rate or a more efficient rate,、mm. so it's kind of it's fascinating、wild. to watch you guys. Like, also,、mm. you see this on the show, especially because you're you're seeing behind the scenes kind of conversations. Get into an, a new car and go like, yeah, this is fucking, this is an adjustment,、mm-hmm. right? Because you assume, I think, as a spectator, you're like, they're just getting in another Formula One car. It's, it's painted different. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you guys are like, this one's fucking. I'm I'm just like learning this car,、um, but you but also you appreciate. Your guys' level of skill, because you hear hearing you talking to your pit and being like, you know, you guys feel and sense everything、mm-hmm. so like in such detail because you're so experienced and so elite. You go like, wow, this car really is an adjustment for this driver. It's and and every team like have I mean because each team say I'm just like on average maybe each team has a thousand people. So that's a thousand people、Jesus. for two cars. Yeah. So you can also see with all that. Let's say all those brains, you can very easily develop a very different car to, you know, the next team and and so on. So they do have a different feel,、um, but it also, as I say, like the hate part in a way is like not having equal machinery. But it's also that's part of like the 
the challenge of F1 is trying to impress, you know, to put yourself in a, in a top seat or a top team. So it's yeah. like the fight to get like a good seat is, is part of the fun as well. Have you announced your plans <clears throat> for next year? Mm, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to race next year. Like okay. I'm not going to race F1. So my eyes are still certainly still set on F1, but it's, so with everything that's gone on, I'm like, I need the time off mm -hmm. and I need, um, I think the way kind of the contracts and everything shapes up, I think 2024 is potentially smarter as well for me um, to like set my eyes on that and then get the time off to just reset and And on, a, on a, when you reset and like, obviously you take breaks and stuff, but how do you stay like, you know, like a, obviously like a basketball player can keep shooting. Do you just hit tracks and, and yeah, it's, it's tough because you, so with F1, there's a limited amount of testing because again, going back to like the bigger, bigger budget teams, if there was no limit, they could be testing every day and mm. increase their advantage to the smaller teams. So F1 uh, basically apply like a rule where you can only have X amount of days a year. So if, if I wanted to drive a hundred days next year, it's not possible oh. unless it's in a different car or a different formula or something yeah. like that. So um, yeah, it's, I mean, there's simulators, the stuff like that, but you can stay sharp even like I mean, you said uh, you joked about me being a go-kart driver, but it's yeah, yeah. like actually go-karting is, is a way to, to stay quite sharp as well. So there's things you can do, but nothing's like driving F1. No. Like it just, even for your body, like the G-forces, all the stress you go through, like it's even over Christmas. So we, the season normally finishes like November, December, and then we don't drive again till like February. Oh. So even two months not driving F1, not putting your body through that, mm. like the first day driving again is... Yes. Brutal, hell yeah. it's like you you're so stiff it's it's what do pretty you gnarly. feel what does that feel like um it's so you feel a lot of it on your neck and like your back oh. um so it's just so we go through like five say around five g's so that's five times your body weight that's like the force that goes through Jesus. us through corners so that it kind of just it's like a shock to the body like you just obviously muscular wise you're like super sore and tight but you kind of, yeah, you just feel like you've been in some form of brawl, I guess. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. And that's probably why you have to be in a in good shape, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have the your core probably very strong. Yeah. Now, how do you handle? Because Tom and I travel for work, and it's brutal just to stand and tell jokes. No, we're not doing that. We're not tricking. I promise. Um, it's brutal just to travel, sleep in a hotel, eat that food, and then just stand up and tell jokes. So you're traveling, and then having to perform at like peak physical level. How do you? mitigate the damage of travel pussy you got to get a lot oh, of pussy oh that's right. what we were talking yeah. about earlier it's it's so much sleep. better for you sleep and sleep but <laughs> and first sleep. oh it's, it goes hand in hand if it? you had to pick another <laughs> driver to double team a chick with would you Ooh, go with like schumacher you know uh lewis hamilton oh. um uh verstappen like who would you be like this guy not the germans they're no fun well you'd the Italians, obviously. <laughs> well, you don't you don't want to be like outshone, do you? So no, that's right. You got to pick wisely. Probably a kid, one of the kids, <laughs> Leclerc. Go, <laughs> You're yeah. like, hey, let's Frenchy. go less experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the new one of the rookies. Come here, rook. <laughs> Come here, rook. Let me show you how to do this. You go up front. I'll stay back oh here. My God. <laughs> God. This is great. I'm literally God. getting a free comedy show. I love this. This is so good. Hey, but do you fly in like days earlier? Like let's say you're doing Asia. He's, that's what he's here for now. There's no way he's, he's you can fly now. in day before and do no. Tokyo or whatever. So how many days? So we, well, it's tough because sometimes we have like back-to-back weekends. So Fuck. Russia got canceled this year because of everything going on. Obvi. But we were meant to go. Russia, Singapore, Japan, all in three weeks. And then all those time zones are different because in Singapore, we operate on European time because it's a night race. But then we go to Japan, which is then day. So that's, I think, seven hours time. So so we're literally like we would have done, I don't know, the time zones, but in three weeks. So like sometimes you just have to suck it up. And I think the... I don't ever think we're actually op- operating on like optimum performance. Yeah, of course not. Um, do you guys ever yeah. do you guys have Jesus. preferences for the races that take place on a circuit versus city streets? Like, is is that generally is it un- like is it unanimous amongst drivers? Like, we prefer this the over circuit. that. From from um from like a driving experience, street circuits are phenomenal because really? they're they're a bit tighter. There's walls. There's less like runoff or grass or gravel. It's like the it's it's those, more intense. Those are the ones I think as a spectator that you go. It is so crazy that they're not all crashing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And even I, I, I'm like, dude, how have I not crashed yet? Yeah. So It's uh, it's pretty wild. So that's from an experience. Is you just the rush is like no other on a street circuit. 
but then for racing, like for going side by side and being able to overtake circuit normal circuits because they're a bit wider, a bit more open, so they normally provide a bit more opportunity to overtake and have a better race. Do you guys have a question? Go ahead. Go for it. You also have beautiful teeth. Thank you. They're very white. Thank you. It's a secret of my lipstick. It's because I, the color, I sell this Christina P perfect red. Hell yeah. Makes your teeth look white. Thank you. Enchante. Thank you. Now. I'll get you some lipstick. Yeah, you need it. It's good. Okay. Show me your teeth, Tom. Oh, your teeth are good as well. But they're not like white. I mean, they're not tense, but they're good. Do you whiten your teeth? You must. You have a mega I've done it a couple smile. times, but it stings so it bad. It does. Like, I know. Like the um, like what do you say? Like teeth freeze, or what yeah. do you call it? Anyway, well, it just makes pain. me shiver. So I I haven't done it for how old shit, are you? Probably four years. He's a young guy. What are you? Uh, 33. Oh god, that's practically dude. In F one, he's fucking seventy five. Yeah, that's crazy. Those yeah. guys are. I got my frame, my walking frame <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have a very important Go question. Okay. Now, I, this is just a professional. What do you? What were you saying before, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're in a foreign country. You're you've eaten many tacos the night oh. before the race. Mm. You're in your Gee, car. What country would that be? Whatever. <laughs> I'm just using the yeah. example I've done because okay. I've one time in Atlanta airport, I made the mistake of eating two tacos and then getting on a flight to Africa. Bad idea. Mm. Bad idea. What do you do when you got to go number two and you're driving Formula One? It's happened. Clench and pray. Yeah. 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 But what, if, what if it's I, diarrhea? Do you it's number diarrhea? one. Do you guys just I, go in your suit? Yeah. Do you go in the suit? So, Hell all right, yeah. let's answer the two question. Sure, sure, sure. I fortunately haven't ever had, call it a tummy bug. Yeah. <laughs> that's wanted to Travel. do anything like that. I'm also very cautious that that would be the worst thing to ever happen. Oh so I'm like, especially the night before the race, well, the whole race weekend, I'm eating fairly safe. Like I'm okay. not experimenting too much. Because you're traveling food. too. Yeah. So it's hard. And you, you also like want to like soak in. Like before, like you get. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say crazy. Like no. I, we're not like a, imagine like a triathlete or something. Sure. Like we're, I would say it's a balanced, it's okay. a balanced meal. Second. Oh, sorry. he's still answering no, the I'm question. Sorry, I'm no, so cool. excited. Go, okay, go, there's go. more things. Go, go, you're good. No, no, no. So, 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 so you eat, you eat well. I love your writing notes. Yeah, I just don't want to forget. So you eat, sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. I, mean, I just okay. got excited. And go then, ahead. Wait, no, no, you're good. So number, I would hate to know how that would, I, I mean, I think if you were really going to go number two, like you'd have to pull in. You have to. Like you really? couldn't, yeah. Because also the G, like your... the forces on your body, it yeah. would be so uncomfortable. I don't think you'd yeah. be able to continue. Can you pee while driving that fast? So Hold on, I've have heard you, you can. You, I've you've never, never done it? No, because I also like, you need to relax a little, right? I just yeah. don't know if I could relax driving yeah, that fast. True. You're going that fast. Yeah. Can and you, the belts are super tight uh-huh. because we like, you obviously want to keep yourself so in. Are, are you guys, do you stay conscious of the last time you took in fluid when you, when you race? Yeah. So you like, do. it'll be like the last thing we do really like pretty much before jumping in the car, we'll go and have a pee and then yeah. know that that should hopefully get us through the next hour and a half. Yeah. But also because when we sweat, we dehydrate. So then the urge kind of goes as well. So part two of my question, the, the morning of the race or the day of, what's your routine? So this is hectic. So that's why I, I wanted you to come uh, or you'll have to come oh. to a race because it's, if you see the schedule, it is so gnarly. Like it's even my friends that know I've been doing it my whole life. When they come to a race, they're just like, dude, I, have, I haven't seen you all day. Like your schedule is nuts. So we'll have, so say the race is at 2 p.m. 
Uh, we'll get to the track probably like 8.30. Um, we'll have like an engineering meeting. So that's like talking about the race and setup and stuff like that. Then we'll have a strategy meeting to go through potential strategy, what tires, all this. Then we'll do probably like some sponsor meet and greets. Oh, my, then all we'll this do, before yeah, the race? Yeah. You must be exhausted. Yeah, it's nuts. That's and the then we'll, So there'll be like all this stuff going on. So our whole, up until probably 45 minutes before the race, I'll get some alone time. But uh, until then, it's it's. Uh, and then, it's do nothing. you want to be alone for that? Yeah, because yeah. that's when I'll go through like a bit of a stretching routine and start warming up and and then kind of Playlist, switching focus. You do music, yeah, yeah, music. Um, so I'll start it kind of like slow and steady, just to not like get too g'd up too early. Um, but then by the time I'm on the grid, like getting ready to go in the car, it's like I'm fucking everyone up. Yeah, nice. it's yeah, pretty yeah. gnarly. And when yeah, do you like take it. your yeah. shit in the morning? <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, do you guys do you have? Shit in the morning? Do you? Um, I just whenever I gotta go. Yeah, but I would think he'd clean out his body before the weigh-in, before the you know. That's why I'm asking about the routine. Like I take a shit before performance. You don't want to shit at the club. I mean, but if you if you got to go, you got to go, right? Yeah, just okay. Well, I'm, it's important. You don't want to be dancing to when you've okay. got. Do you guys have a name? Is there like a a a, a, a name you give to drivers who bought the team? I'm sorry, two drivers whose dads bought a team oh my God, versus the worst. got their way there. Like, you, like, do you guys call them something? <laughs> they're the worst. I hate that guy. I know you're talking well, that about that guy. There's multiple guys. They're such pussies. They're There's multiple guys. You guys are so ruthless. I love it. Do you, it's like, you're just so funny. Do you have a thing you guys call them? Um, no, I do you, don't. Do you go? Oh, who do yeah, they? So who do your friends call yeah, What do your yeah. friends call them? Not like, even your friends. Those meanies. What are they called? I don't know. You must have it. You like, guys. Like. <laughs> you go. I'm trying to shave down this time. I hope daddy lets me. Like that. Yeah. Uh, daddy. I don't know. Daddy. Come change my diaper. I mean. I'll say, look, there's. I'm trying to like be respectful as well. There's. It. It is a like to get into the sport and not even F1, like just even to go go-karting as a kid. Like, yeah, you know, you need to spend thousands as opposed to hundreds if you're playing football, you know, a pair of boots and that's it pretty much. So um, you you do, certainly need some kind of funding, whether it's from family or sure. sponsors. If the family's done it all, then like, yeah, sometimes people might be like, uh, that kid, whatever. But at the end of the day also, if you're driving, once you get to like F2, F1, like- you have to have even, the skills. even if yeah, like someone's yes. paid your way there, yeah, like you're still putting your body on the line and all that. So like, there's certainly at that level, there's still an element of respect for sure because it's yeah. like not everyone can do it. Like yeah, maybe their path was easier than others, but they're still pretty gnarly. Yeah, that, I mean mm-hmm. that's the thing I get to is that if you if you are on the grid with like the other F1 drivers, you're not like an okay driver. Like mm-hmm. if you made it right, like even if your dad bought the team, it's like. You're, you know, you wouldn't be able to hang if you don't have. Yeah, that's true. And, and they, and, and again, like if, if you're, as I said, like a second in our sport is so much, like if you were just constantly a second off or two seconds off, like whatever, then like, it stands it's, out. Yeah. yeah, sponsors would pull out. Like, so you, you need to be at a certain level. Like, as you say, you need to hang. Otherwise yeah. at some point, it's, Dude, it's, you just it's watch, man. I'm going to lose 45 pounds and come <laughs> fuck you guys up. Bro. Dude, just watch. Yeah. Just Watch. I need I need like a professional shit talker on the grid oh, just to like help me out a little. 
Dude, yeah, hype me into the fucking. If you don't lose the forty-five pounds, yeah. I'm still going to employ you. <laughs> okay, just to just to help me out. Oh, I think I you can probably. So I think we should just start that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, forty-five is a lot. That's a that's a rough go from oh, here. Oh well, yeah. Forty. How old are you? I'm forty-three. <laughs> I'm only ten years older than you. What? Really? Yes, I know I look You're older. Beautiful. Than that. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Seventy-nine. 79. Yes. I'm going to guess your month, March. Close. Close. Uh, what month? Give me the month. April. Fourth. No. Fuck. That's right. Wow. I was just trying Is to be cool. Is this your talent? No, it's clearly not. And <laughs> can I guess yours? I really haven't looked it up. I don't know. All right. September? No. Okay. Are you summer? July. Baby? July. Yeah. Summer. We got this. Okay. July 17th. 17th. I was going to say 17th. Oh, that's really cute. No. <laughs> This is the stupidest it's got, it's game ever. It's got a one in it. it. It's got a one in it. Oh, it does? Yeah. Is it 11th? No. Is it 10th? There you go. Boom. Boom. There you what go, is baby. It? What is it? The first. first. Dang. Three days before. Month. Hit me. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm going to give this one last crack. My month? Can you oh, guess? Yeah. Here, I'm going to say, no, give hold me the, on. I'm going to tell the you telepathically. Give me the month and I'll the day. Hold on, I'm going to tell you telepathically. Did you get it? Did you just poo? <laughs> formula one. Uh, I just made a formula. What comes to mind? December. No. Mm. It, was right, it was right before your right month. Right before June. June the 10th. I, it's got a one in it. 19th. One less. No, fuck that. Close. 18. 18th. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, it's not good enough. I failed. We're so psychic. It's crazy. <laughs> Perth. What just give me what? an Aussie accent before I go? Just humor the me. Oh, he's the captain of accents. I did a bogan. Hello, cunt. <laughs> oh, do you have ketchup flavored chips, mate? Yeah, the mate, ketchup. we do. I do like that. Yeah, mate. They didn't believe oh, me. Oh, chopper. I remember chopper. 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 Chopper Reed. Chopper. Chopper dies. Like the guy. Yeah, yeah. Chopper. Chopper. Eric Banner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was fucking rad. Yeah. Did you do you ever get the show Full Frontal? Like what he kind of, I think it's what he started on. It was like a- He's a chatty cunt. He's a what? Sorry. <laughs> chatty? Did you say chatty? Yeah, yes, exactly. Chatty cunt. Yes, yeah, that's what I said. Chatty cunt. Yes. It's so funny with that word. So I love that this is very open for swearing. I'm still yeah. trying to be oh, yeah. somewhat okay. But um, so like I try to tell people that I'll just say the C word. Um, you can say it for me. I'll say cunt. That's right. But um, yeah, it's not if bad. you say, if you call someone mate- so it's like if you're at a bar and I'm not a fighter, but anyway, I'm just like, these are situations that would arise maybe in Australia. It's like you're at a bar and you're like about to fight someone. You'd call them mate. Yeah. But like you want to go, mate. mate. Yeah. Oh, but if but you're at a bar and it's your mate, yeah. you'll be like, hey, cunt, how are you? It's like so. Yes. Dude, you have to mate tell and your story. Cunt. This is the fucking best thing I've ever heard. Yes. Please tell oh, us. Uh, apropos this discussion. So I was in London with an ex-boyfriend. And Ew. Yeah, I know. Gross, right? What a drone fest. Any hoodles. Like, I'm an Anglophile. I lived there for a year, and I also visited Buckingham Palace, but that's neither here nor there. Gotcha. Anyway, I was telling him how over there you could call people cunts. Like, hey, you fucking cunt. And, it, and you can also call your mate. A cunt. Endearing. You Endearing. Know? Endearing. A cunt is not yeah, yeah. bad. It's, it's, it's the so, way, I think if you emphasize the T at the end, that's yeah. less endearing. But right, if you kind right. of just make it hey, smooth, it's kind of cuter. Yeah. yeah. So I was telling him this, like, hey, you fucking cunts. And there's my cunt. That. Anyway, so we meet a bunch of um, strangers at the pub. 
and we're just having a pint. And then we're like LOLing, telling jokes. And he's Good like, cunts. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, you fucking cunts. Like he doesn't know them well enough. And he's like, hey, look, it's a bunch of cunts. And I'm like, no, you can't just say that. You left out the biggest <laughs> detail. What did he say? He called a woman. A, he's like, hey, oh, you cunt. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and she was like, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> and he's like, I thought we were friends. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Even even if I got female friends, I ain't, yeah. I, I can't just can't. That's yeah. aggressive as shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's too much. She was like, Meet oh. my <laughs> lovely cunt. <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's right. It's not good. Yeah, she's a real sweet cunt. <laughs> Do you? Did Dude, you, you and I are gonna double team so many chicks. No. <laughs> when we find, babe, we're gonna babe, find a babe. motor mouth in Monza next time. At Monza, excuse me. It's gonna be rad, babe. But I'm getting them oh. ready for the 24 season. Yeah. Do you watch Neighbors? Is Neighbors still on? Or do they cancel that? Stop it. That show's been on forever. I mean, it definitely... I haven't lived in Australia for like 15 years. Oh, I didn't know. But I know, like, I definitely know the show and maybe it... Where do you live? Maybe it stopped. Oh, that'd be big. There's like Neighbors and Home and Away. They're like, (laughs) they're the two big ones. Have you seen this, by Um, the way? I want to show you. This is Australia. You can look at this screen right here. All right. Listen, brother, you don't fuck on the bus, mate. <laughs> I don't care if you're fucking homeless. Don't fuck on the bus, cunt. <laughs> I don't care if you've got autism. It doesn't mean fuck on the bus. <laughs> Get the fuck off and go fuck in the park or something, <laughs> you fucking chats. Have some fucking respect chats. for yourselves, you fucking chatty cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Back home, oh, buddy. I haven't seen yeah. that. You miss home? Thanks, you miss home? I think that was... Blake, was that you? <laughs> Wait, that's hilarious. What's a chat? Yeah, a chat. Chat. Chats. You fucking chat. Yeah, I I actually don't know what that is. Chat. Um, You fuck chat. Chat. Yeah, I got every other word. You fucking chat. Chat. Sure. I don't know. Hmm. I don't care if you're fucking homeless. Don't fuck on the bus, cunt. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's a hard. That's a hard point. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck on the bus, you cunt. Well, look, exclamation mark. I know you got to get going. So just, we never played our opening clip. So we're going to play our opening clip um, for you. And then we'll play the show open and then we'll take a break. But first, but let us thank you for coming by. Thank Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. I just came for a cuddle. I know, bud. You're going to, we're going to hug here in a moment. Jesus. Beautiful. Um, Thanks. This is beautiful. I love what you've done with the place. Good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah. You guys are beautiful. Thank you so much. You are too. Look at that smile. Jesus Christ. Will you get married? No. Uh, one day. Yeah, like yeah. At 50. Yeah, when you're like fucking How 80. old were you when you got married? Oh. I'll ask Tom. It's rude to he ask a lady your age. No, I was 32 and he yeah. was only 28? Nine, nine, nine or 30. 29 or 30. I know. Yeah. Cougar. I'm an older cunt. Hell yeah. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, well done. Buddy. Good for you. She's old as fuck. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like this here. But what I do believe is that unless you make wealth, you have fewer choices. I have a lot of choices, more than most people in this room, almost everybody in this room, because I've created wealth. <laughs> you are making the mistake. You're trying to make a difference first, because that's politically correct. I believe with all my heart, and I just told Brian this is an announcement, an exclusive, <laughs> that political correctness is a manifestation of lack of fucking self-esteem because you're all cunts. <laughs> Who's Randy? Don't bring anyone mother yes. to this. Yes. Your mom in the fucking stand! Whoa. 
back in a little bit it. thank you so much for coming by i hope you crush thank it thank you bro at, uh coda thank you yeah dog this was real i know <laughs> buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around they get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it the only tricky part figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price this is what i recommend for any jewelry purchase source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30 day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. And we are back, and we are so happy to welcome back to the program the one and only Kevin Nealon. Oh. And happy to announce right now you can get I Exaggerate My Brushes with Fame, Kevin's new book that highlights your absolutely extraordinary ability as an artist. Your paintings are seriously, Thank man. You. It, uh, you blow, the first time I saw this, I was like, that's not the Kevin I know doesn't have this ability. And then <laughs> I hear that a lot. That's not the Kevin I know. Yeah. I mean, what dude? It's so beautiful. Dude, like Tom Petty. You're, yeah. God, it's ridiculous. This. Well, I tell stories about each person I painted, like yeah. my interaction with them uh -huh. or most of them. And if I, if I, I if I didn't meet them ever, like Freddie Mercury, I will just muse about being in garage bands or going to concerts. Did you paint him pre-AIDS or like that, when you, which, which era of him? As a child, actually. Oh, as really? As a child, yeah. Oh, he didn't have AIDS then. It was just teeth. He had a lot yeah, of teeth back then. He had big teeth. Yeah, he had a, about, uh, okay. a walker for the teeth. That was so rude. What about Bourdain? He was one of my favorites. Anthony Bourdain is in there. I did not know him, yeah. but uh, I found him very interesting, the life he had. Me it too. seemed like he should be perfectly happy, but he wasn't. I know. Much I'll like Tom. Did I you? know. <laughs> much like Tom. Can I tell you, though, is that you guys, I... I I don't know if people know this, how talented you are, but I would always see on your Instagram. <laughs> I've only been doing stand-up for like 40 years. No, I mean, I mean painting I like, as a painter. No, I know, I kid. And, and, and so on your Instagram, and I fell in love with a portrait you did of Howard Stern. And yeah. then you so graciously, one day, it just showed up in the mail. Awesome. And I, 
I treasure it so really? much and oh. I have to thank you for it because I have it in my office in our home and I look at it every day and I find something new in it every single wow. time I look. You're so talented and whimsical and you really, I think, bring out the best in people. You see the best. I bring out the worst in people, actually. Yeah. I exaggerate their features. That, But <laughs> um, but thank be. you for that. I'm, I was really flattered when you told me that and um, because back then a lot of people hadn't seen my work and when they started seeing it and then you... Uh, we're so nice to uh, compliment me. Not so much Tom, oh but uh, excuse you. me. Tom excuse doesn't me. get them out. I, I, I was straight. He's I was stingy very with cuddling and compliments. Yeah, because once you give them out, it's never enough. No. Yeah. It's they want more. Do you cuddle? Are you a cuddler? I I do cuddle. Mm-hmm. I have a mountain bike that I love, and <laughs> I'm on that thing all the time. I yeah. saddle up. But I am a, I am a, uh, I am a cuddler. You are? Do you know what happened last night to me in my dream? And this hasn't happened in a while. It was a dream where I was fighting somebody for a basketball. They mm. were holding on to it mm. and I, and I knew I mm. had to jerk it away from them, but I had to wait long enough with my hands on it when they would relax a little bit. And I jerked it away and I woke up and I was holding my pillow. I jerked my pillow out from under my head. What? Is yeah, this real? This is real. I, I You've had this dream before because you said it hasn't happened in no, a while. No, no, ha- I, uh, I haven't had a, a realistic dream like that where oh. it segued into real life. Whoa. Okay, But this one, uh, and then I took the pill and just dribbled it to the bathroom, went to bed. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding about that part, but the other part is true. I wonder what the dream interpretention what? would be of that, which I always I, You know love. what, Tom, I don't think um, there's anything to interpretation. Oh, bullshit. Dreams. Did you never, you never done therapy? You ever did psychotherapy? I've done therapy, um, but I've never, I never fell asleep during therapy, so I never had to mm. analyze that dream, you know. But uh, um, stealing ball. I think it's good for people though if they believe in that, yeah. just like religions, whatever gets yeah. them through. Whatever gets you through. I think stuff. it's fun to also analyze dreams. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, it's fun. I don't, I don't yeah, think yeah. there's anything to it. But. I mean, I think that there's people that are good at the dream analysis. That's what I'm saying. Not, yeah, I, I'm, I can't fucking do it. It's the same with psychics. Oh, yeah. I think they're really entertaining because if you sit down with somebody and they talk about you for a half hour, that's kind of nice. It is nice. Yeah, but the psychic thing, I mean, that it, you know, Good that's just that. somebody basically entertaining you. But dream analysis is some, like, usually if it's a trained person, they're, they're trained to, you know, analyze the subconscious and, and how we're, our brain is doing something when we dream. So a lot of times the interpretations are pretty fascinating. Yeah, 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 I now, suppose. Kevin, if you were to draw my husband, I assume you would start with these big old meanies here, right? Because they, yeah, like those mean, nasty things. You're talking about the eyebrows? Uh-huh, and then how the nose kind of, as he ages, cranks down even further and further and further. And then, of course, the scowl, the down-facing lips. And then don't forget the dark under-eye bags. Let's not do the body, okay? Let's oh, just stick no. to the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. I need somebody to point out the features. Yeah. Although sometimes it's easy. I, I live in a nightmare now since I started doing this because I'll be but. walking down the street with pedestrians passing me and I'm looking at everyone like I'm in a fun house. Oh, they have big <laughs> no, They've already exaggerated them. You know, they, yeah. they look so like deformed and it's scary. <laughs> have you, have people that you have painted, obviously you know some of these people, have you had people go like, oh, I love this. Like I love what you did. <laughs> That one? <laughs> yes. Uh, originally, it didn't because I wasn't showing people. I just put them on my my um, Instagram. And I never heard from anybody. Mm-hmm. But then I did one of Rami Malek. Oh, yes. he's great. And Jimmy Kimmel loves my uh, sketches too. So Rami Malek was a guest on his show. And he showed him my uh-huh. caricature of him. And <laughs> on Jimmy Kimmel? On Jimmy Kimmel. He held it to the camera. And I'm like, oh, no. 
because I don't know what these people are going to think. And he looked at it and he said, Kevin Nealon is no longer my friend. (laughs) (laughs) But I really never was to begin with. So, But what a great face Rami has. He's got a great face, those eyes and Uh the squareness of it all. Is that what you see? uh So you're looking at the face. What's the first thing you're going to look at? I see the eyes. I see the jaw. I see the squareness, like I said, his top of his head. Yeah. Uh, and then the eyes are really interesting. Add I'm Kevin sh- Nealon to your search. Sure, what um, maybe Ke- Kevin Nealon since he painted it. <laughs> he he wrote Rami Malek charcuterie. <laughs> You're looking it up on uh, Google. Jimmy Kimmel yeah. charcuterie. He thinks that's the word for caricature. Okay, charcuterie. Yeah. Charcuterie. I mean, uh, no, yeah, it was Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I guess they didn't really make a big deal about it. So no, it's they not did. up there. I've seen it. I've seen the clip. Oh, you have seen the clip? Yes, I have. God yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, uh, we'll find it later tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, that was God. quick. Yeah. Let's see how and, this um, fucking goes. Oh, oh. No. No, let's get to it. Ooh, Daniel thing. Craig and him. Oh, Daniel not, Craig. I like big. Daniel Craig. Did yeah. he done his face? Not yet, no. His face is already kind of caricature. It is. I've seen yeah. caricatures of him, and he's there got a go. very small chin. Oh, that's yes. fantastic. That's rad. Yes. You nailed it, though. Nailed I like drawing it. the hands, though, too, holding up a picture. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part. That looked so realistic. They're his hands. <laughs> yes. And yes. he has really big hands. I don't know if you know that. I did not know that. He does. He has huge hands. What is this art form? It's so funny. Like, where, what is the origin of this, of taking someone's worst features and then... It comes from a little tribe and <laughs> in the um, deepness of Australia. Yeah. But it, I mean, is you this know, like it, a fair goes, art? Like, where did, who's the first guy to be like, you know what, you probably, got a big nose, fuck da Vinci. you. <laughs> All these abstract artists from a long time ago, I'll tell you what, I was studying Impressionists for a while and I would go to the museum in France, the Louvre and all that. And I read up on Monet, and Monet used to do caricatures. Mm. Did he really? Yeah, he would do caricatures. Back then it was a lot of political stuff or commentary. But it was interesting to see um, how he did that. So I've always loved character artists. When I was a kid, I went into, I lived, you live in Germany for a while. My father worked for a helicopter company, and we were on military bases a lot. And I would go into the commissary, and one day I pull it, go to for a napkin, and somebody had drawn on the napkin a picture of of uh, like a private, like, you know, with a hat on and a big nose and a chin. I thought, that is so cool. And I pretended drawing, I practiced drawing that for a long time. And um, and then from that, my parents had two frame uh, caricatures of themselves over the uh, bureau in my bedroom. So when I laid down at night, I would subconsciously look at that and stare at it and see what yeah. the guy did. You know, it was a great caricature artist that did it. And then I just started doodling all my life. Table reads at SNL. I would sketch the person across from me, whether it was Farley or Dana, whoever. And um, and I, I, you know, sketch people on airplanes, sleeping with their mouth open usually. <laughs> yeah. I never right. show it to them. And then about funny. two or three years ago, I saw this guy was giving lessons in England uh, on caricatures. It was 50 euros a lesson, which did not cover my flights there every week. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you know, I Zoomed with yeah. him and he kind of taught me some of the basics about it. You had, you had a pretty good baseline, though, for it Yeah, already. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. But I see these guys on Instagram and they're amazing. And I want to be like that. But also like stand-up, you want to develop your own style. Sure. You want to yeah. come up with your own uh, thing. So it's like anything else. The more you do it, the better you get at it. 
Yeah. And when I was done with this book, I needed a break. Yeah. Because I was doing it nonstop. When, when you sit down to, to, to first sketch or, you know, a paint, something like this, how long is a typical session? Like if you're going to do something? It depends. It's gotten less and less. As, but I, for my, my own um, caricature, it took me like three weeks because I kept doing it and then throwing it away and yeah. doing it because I, it's hard for me to, um, you know, to. That was find such out. an aggressive lick that you <laughs> yeah. just gave your finger. <laughs> I really, I felt it. Did I you think know? You noticed. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's that's yeah. me right that's there. That's three weeks. That was probably. Um, I, but I don't know how long it was. I would take it with me on the road, and in hotel rooms, I would do see. it. I would sketch it. Oh, that's and, so funny. Uh, you know, it just took a long time for each you one. You know what's so great about caricatures, and I think I think why I enjoy them so much because my my parents too had them. You know, you go to the fair, and yeah, yeah. It's like you you look you're looking for the truth. And then when somebody else points it out, oh yeah, that that's your that's that's the truth right there. It's yeah. such a great thing. Subconsciously, you're looking at somebody and you know that they have a big nose, of but it's just kind of that's the way they look, and it's not. You don't think it's a big nose because you're used to looking at them. Yeah. So this kind of captures that. And the other thing is, during the pandemic, we weren't going out to do stand up. We weren't getting laughs. I never took that much time off in my life. I'm sure no comic had. Yeah. And I found that by doing these caricatures and posting them on, on Instagram, it was nonverbal comedy mm -hmm. people would see it and they would laugh and yeah. they get a kick out of it and so i thought that was kind of like you know my filling my void so cool Thank yeah you. and so universal and and uh yeah that's true did you meet verbal did you know freddie mercury like back to that we were actually roommates in wow. college yeah we went to a community school i did not know that yeah community school in amsterdam wow we would get there by gondola wow yeah but wow. we had a a, a a motor on it sure <laughs> no i'm kidding Jeez. there was no motor just the gondola. Yeah. And the gondola came from Venice, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you see what a BSer I am? That's no, why I'm in stand up. Never. Come on, man. Um, no, but you didn't have any, any interaction? On, I don't know. Any art with Freddie Mercury? Yeah, I don't know. I just saw him in concert, you in know, concert, on yeah. TV. How about Petty? Because he's in Tom his... Petty, I did. From the show? I did. Or... No. Interesting. I, we used to play basketball at Gary Shandling's every Sunday. Uh -huh. A real eclectic group. Sir Silverman would play. Um, you know, just so many different things. David Duchovny would show up. Sarah, uh, um, what's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen would come. Who so just fun. started playing basketball? He would like start kicking the ball like a soccer ball. Say, no, 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 you got to dribble it. <laughs> and, but a bunch of people. And because Gary did the Larry Sanders show, yeah, he had a lot of friends from there, like oh, Warren Beatty yeah. and some sure. really interesting people. Ryan O'Neill showed up one day to play. Um, but Tom Petty arrives and he's not there to play basketball. He's there just to hang out. Sure. Cause he had fun with Gary on the show. <clears throat> and I'll never forget this. He's sitting on the bench by the court. It's half court. We play three and three. He's sitting on the bench and his legs are crossed. I don't know how many times he crossed his leg, like a, a, a woven rope, you know, like a twisted rope. Oh yeah. You like know? a leg behind it the leg seemed, thing. Yeah. It seemed like it went down because he's so flexible and thin. And then I noticed that he was chain smoking. Oh. Chain smoking, not only chain smoking, but he had another one lit as a backup. Oh, so when this one was finished. Cool. So in that, uh, in that picture I drew of him, he's holding three cigarettes That's and so he's smoking funny. another one. Wow. Yeah. That's why he's so skinny. Yeah, he's so lucky. Was uh, was Gary a good ball player? None of us were good. No, but that's why fun. we liked playing. It was yeah. fun. It was a workout. Sometimes a ringer would come in. Someone like David Duchovny played in, I think, Duke or somewhere. And he great, played at Duke somewhere like that. Okay. No, it was a community school I went to with Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Uh, he played somewhere, okay. and so did Greg Kinnear. So they were very minimalist. They they really were efficient basketball players. Where we're just running, you know, throwing the ball, yeah, shooting, yeah. grabbing, going. They would stay outside, dribble, 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 pass, or maybe yeah. just take a shot and always get it in. Yeah, but um, the pay- players that weren't that good would usually end up getting hurt. Sure, but it was a great. It was great. We did that for many years, playing That's basketball, cool. and then people loved Gary, so they would sit down afterwards and kind of, you know, try to get. Um, Try to get um, advice from him. Oh, really? On their career. Yeah. Oh. Like, I even brought a script to Gary. Because we were good friends, so he wanted to read this script I wrote for a sitcom. And he read it, and he gave me some notes. And after he died, he died from, a, um, I think, an embolism, a lung embolism. But after they died, about a week later, they were cleaning out his office, and my script was sitting on his desktop from, like, two oh. years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, so we were good friends, and that's that's how Tom Petty showed up. He was beloved, Gary Shantling. He was, right? yeah. He, he was really great. had that mentor role, him. I guess. He definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, I used to watch him on The Tonight Show, and he was just so smooth, and the way he crafted a joke. And I would go on, do corporate gigs sometimes, and I'd call him, because it was for whatever the company was, and I would say, hey, you got any jokes I could do for the CEO? And he'd be on the phone forever with me. Aww. It's almost like we'd go from one topic. He wasn't moving enough from one topic to the next, like on a joke. Yeah. I'd say, okay, that's good. He goes, no, 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 no. We got, we got more in this one. I said, okay. <laughs> wow. How generous. Oh, yeah. That's, that sounds like the key to it is being a generous person and giving your time. Well, you, good it is one of the things, right? being generous. And you know what, Christine? Love yeah. is the other thing. Love. You think so? <laughs> He did tell me once how he... He was very spiritual, though, he no? Was very spiritual. I hear that he was kind he, of... He like, loved the Buddhism. He yeah. wasn't a Buddhist, but he read a lot about that. And he had that little Buddha belly uh, guy in the corner of his room. The with incense. <laughs> the Buddha. That so the way we saw... The company played ball at Princeton. He played college basketball. Oh, Princeton. Oh, that's yeah. right. Princeton. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. No, but he was. He was a spiritual bro. Uh, yeah, and he had an acting coach uh, called uh, named Roy London who's very popular in Hollywood for actors. And he said, and he was really good friends with him. And he went to his bedside as he was dying. And as he died, and Gary told me this, he said, as he was about to die, he goes, I know the answer. I found the answer. It's all about love. Oh. And then he died. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like he saw, you know, whatever yeah. the drugs were making him see. <laughs> yes. Yes. When I was on ketamine, I had the same thing <laughs> with my broken ankle. Uh, I, I swear to God. Yes. Yeah. I've had the same. Uh, I thought I was dying. So yes. Uh, I've had it with tequila. I just yeah. love everybody. <laughs> yeah. Tequila is a good one. It is good, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It is. But I had a hangover once. I'll never do it again. Seriously? Yeah. I'll never touch it again. Did you puke? Oh, well, we touch other alcohol or no? Um, I drink wine once in a while, a mm-hmm. glass of wine, but I did my fair share. I was never an alcoholic. I spent a lot of time in rehab, but I was never an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I never spent time in rehab, but I did like to drink on the weekends. And the weekends originally started on Friday, moved up to Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, okay, we better, I'm, you know, I'm 59. I better slow down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was in my thirties, I think early forties when I did that. Huh? Party. You would, would you party with the people at shows? Would you do that kind of thing? Yeah, sometimes I would go out if I was on the road. We got to a bar or something. Yeah. But um, I never was a huge partier. You know, I was never running around like Robin Williams or whatever sure. back then. Who the fuck could be like that? Yeah, that I got crazy. crazy. He was, I drew him in this, and he was one of the first comics I saw, and I almost made a beeline back to my car and drove home. 
because he was so good. You know, he'd walk through the crowd and he'd pick things out of people's purses and make fun of them. And he had no mic and he was like a street comic. So he moved. Yeah. <clears throat> and I remember seeing him at all the clubs. You know, always see him. And yeah. he had that Shakespeare hat on, like in that picture right there. Yeah. And he, I don't think he really knew my name. And whenever we saw each other, he would call me boss because he called everybody boss. And I called him Babo, Bubble. And I was never so amazed at somebody with their talent than him. And I thought really? after he died, I thought there'd be a statue of him in every town. Yeah. Right? And I never saw him that, you know, he, had, he always sounded like he was Scottish the way he talked. Hey, Bubba, how are you doing? Mm, yeah. yeah. Looking good. Yeah. And I remember I was working at Cobbs in San Francisco once when I was in the marina. And he was there and he came back really angry to the club. I said, what's the matter? He goes, "Am like a car won't start. I said, well, I'll take a look at him. Maybe I can help. I didn't know anything about cars. I just wanted to go out and see if I could hang out with him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. I know how to open the door and stuff. Sure, sure. Of the hood. So we get out there and it's a Range Rover. And I've never seen him. Like, outside of that character who was performing, he was, him, he was just angry. He was kicking the car and slamming the hood and just swearing up and down. I thought, man, that's okay. I guess this guy's not some, you know, miracle. Yeah comedian genius but he was a genius i thought but i think it's like with every comic i don't know when you started did you see a comic and go wow this guy's funny you went back to see him again and he's doing the same thing of course and it's like you're it's like finding out there's no santa claus yeah. yeah and but robin i think was one of those that didn't do that although i did learn after a while that he did have he did have a format that he followed no. And he did a lot of the same voices each time. Yeah. But it's a little different each time. I mean, that's the thing you f find out after you do stand up long enough is that like that's why I, I I always I always resent the term when people are like this guy's a genius. I'm always like no, he's not actually. No. Like, and I <laughs> and only because I feel like I've been around it long enough and I yeah. go there are really proficient like really incredibly proficient comedians. I have seen my absolute favorite comics have bad sets, which I think is good for you. It's good to see a comic you love have not a great set. Yeah. Makes him like a mortal. You go, oh, okay. I've seen them comics that I that everyone admires and celebrate do like gimmicky things, things that you would kind of go, oh, really? Which again, I think is good for you to see. And I also feel like um, none of them in comedy ever, like nobody in stand-up ever makes me go, oh my God, this is, this is a, a level that none of us, I actually think it's all attainable. Like yeah. the, amongst the great comedians. I think in the beginning, like what Kevin was saying was when, he's, when you're young, before you know the ins and outs of the yeah, craft, for you sure. go, oh, what's that magic? That yes. person does magic. And then you learn to do some of the tricks. And you're yeah, like, the recalls. I know that yeah. trick. Yeah. yeah. I know you. But I'm like you. I'll watch a comic and I'll think, this guy's really good or this girl's really good. Um, the, I like the attitude. I like the point of and view. The, yeah, for sure. Um, but... It's very attainable. It is attainable. But they're very good at what they do. Exactly. They're, you get, I get like more, I'm like this, you know, some comics really make me laugh and I enjoy and appreciate how funny they are for sure. Some of them are just brilliant at, at like their observations and their standup is, is fantastic. What I'm saying is like, when I hear people glorify somebody yeah, so yeah, much, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, it's not really, especially when you see, I don't know, for me, I guess maybe it's because we do comedy, but I'll see somebody in music and I'll be like, that's another level of genius I but, think. but not comedy not really I've, even as i sit here you can say that 
Well, you especially, <laughs> of course. But I don't want to make I don't want to embarrass you. I have stuff. I don't know if you do this in your act. I have stuff that I'm really embarrassed about, mm-hmm. but I like doing it. Yeah. Like I have one one thing I do. It's the best. That I'm I'm, I'm so ashamed of, but I, <laughs> I but I do it that. anyway. Oh, you want to hear something really weird? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> That's the bit. That's. That's the best, though. That's so fun. Do you want to hear something really weird? <laughs> but I feel like that is so actually silly. The, the silliness. Like when comedians yeah. embrace silliness, yeah, it actually best. makes me smile the most. You need to pepper a little silliness in with your um, your observations in life that are... Yeah. You know who I thought was very close to being a genius? Only because of how he came up with things was uh, Andy Kaufman. He was a big influence on sure. me. Because he was different, he was unique. But of course he did a lot of those bits over and over again. But sure. to be able to come up with that, to come now, up with those. I'll tell you what I, when I say like for genius, uh, as far as Robin Williams for me, is that when, once I saw him as an actor, I was like, holy oh, yeah. shit. That, that, that to me left me with a bigger impression than even oh, as yeah. a comedian. I was thinking I was about like, that too. Fuck. I was thinking about too. I mean, great dramatic actor. That's too. what I'm saying. That I don't know. That in, it has a bigger impact in, uh, for me personally. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of comedians are good actors, dramatic actors. Yeah. Ooh, you dramatic, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. there is a, a real dark and sadness to them, and then oh, yeah. they can tap into it. You don't think you get funny from having a great life? Well, I had a great life. Did you? Yeah. And that's the sadness of it. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted some challenge in life. Yeah. You know? And yet I was handed yeah. everything. Yeah. Bummer. You are really tall, and that's Damn. not fair. I am tall. I'll tall tell people privilege. that people will see him on stage and they'll, they'll think, hey, I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah. And I'll say, Well, I didn't know you existed. Yeah. yeah. You know, so too shy. <laughs> How do you like that? Um, can I show you this clip? Because we opened with it and we haven't really gotten a chance to explore it. So I want you to watch it with us. Okay. Um, there's two parts of it. Here's part one, okay? But what I do believe is that unless you make wealth, you have fewer choices. I have a lot of choices, more than most people in this room, almost everybody in this room, because I've created wealth. You are making the mistake. You're trying to make a difference first because that's politically correct. I believe with all my heart, and I just told Brian, this is an announcement, an exclusive, that political correctness is a manifestation of lack of fucking self-esteem <laughs> because you're all cunts. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't tell you how often I've thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> we are on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the beginning of what he said. You get a lot of choices when you have money, and that's the difference between having money and not. If you're a happy person. Options. Options. You have all these options. And eventually, um, you don't want to do any of that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So you give your money away. And that's the beauty of it all. Yeah. But I thought this guy had something to say. Well, there's more. Well, there is. Oh, yeah. There's a little bit more. Let's hear it. I've been called a lot of things in my life, but I mean, a cunt's not one of them. Because you cunts all want everybody to love you. I don't want anybody to love me. I don't want anybody to even fucking like me. You think Donald Trump gives a shit what you think of him? You think Steve Jobs, when he was alive, gave a shit? You think Mark Zuckerberg gives a shit? Only you, we cunts, give a shit. 
There you go. How'd you get that tape? Oh, that's great. Dan Pena. Uh, we just... Um, I found this guy. Yeah. It's, it's, by the way, I think Trump him. does care what people think of him. Tremendously. I was, I was yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To a true. fault. That is amazing. He's a fragile man. So this is, a, is this a TED Talk? Uh, no, it's even better. It's oh. Dan Pena uh, at his uh, uh, private residence in, I believe, Scotland, um, uh-huh. giving a, a business talk to some Jeez. cunts. <laughs> To some weak little cunts. <laughs> oh my gosh. My yeah. wife was telling me that she was looking at the top 400 or 500 in the Forbes list uh-huh. or the top richest people in the world. Yeah. 400 people. And it's mostly men. Yeah. A couple of women, but sure. mostly men. Yeah. And that kind of made her angry. Why? Well, because women aren't getting the chance apparently to. I don't know. To make Can I tell money? you what I think now? Because. Mm. Your wife sounds like a real broad with that analysis. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah, the broads okay. on that list who have money. <laughs> the broads, they hair, uh, bulging eyes, they, yeah. yellow teeth. Don't forget Although, the teeth. Oh, the Kevin. teeth are important. There are a few broads on that list, and they they inherited or divorced somebody, <laughs> okay. and that's how they got okay. on that. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, Kevin, I'll tell you, Christy, the broads. I'm so sorry, man, what you have horrible. to go through. It's the worst. Can I tell you, as a broad? Yeah, we yeah. both we both do the stand up, and then children come into the picture. And this broad, I think it's hard. It's harder for the broads once they drop children to be like, I'm going to go full speed ahead on career. But it does give you more material. It does. No, it's actually made my career go much better. But I'm saying that the time away from my children in order to really go full tilt and earn a lot yeah. more money to put me on a right, Forbes sure. list, it's not worth it for me. Right. I have to. Otherwise, you would be on a Forbes list. I think. Maybe I don't know. Tell but them, I don't have the motivation to either because yeah, I true. like Who being cares? with my kids. Yeah, it's not about money. This guy's letting yeah. him do it. Tom, you, let's talk about you. Did you know you had kids? Yeah, because <laughs> I know you're never home. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. Nice. And how do you like being a dad? It's great. Are you bringing up the kids now? Uh, <laughs> it's great. Anything we talk about, you bring up the screen. No, uh, we don't show uh, our no, kids. No, you on. don't. You don't. Never. No, no way. that's a weird choice. I think. What's that? That when like comedians with like you know public profiles oh, yeah. like, here's my kids I'm like, yeah okay all right weirdo that's true Fucking that's true let every no, creeper in on the internet just look at your i kids. put my kid on all the time but i pixelate them out in the face yeah, exactly. just to tease those guys that sure. really want them <laughs> yeah I pixelate, I pixelate just enough so they yeah. can't see mm. but okay. one pixelation over eye another pixelation on the other eye mm-hmm. and i use a couple of pixelations to do the teeth yeah and they don't yeah. know who he is they don't know who he is no how old is your kid now? What would you say, Tom? Say mean, 15. 14, 15? Yeah, yeah 15. Yeah. Dang. He's a sophomore. That's wild. Yeah, let me show you a picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen the picture. Screen. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You it's showed cute. me. Yeah. It's handsome so cool. kid. He's had a lot of work done, but yeah, yeah. I like him. He's good. He's <laughs> nice. He's yeah. handsome. That's the age to have the work done, honestly. Get it done now before people go, what happened with the lips? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. You know what I, my facialist just told me? She said that you have one good facelift in you. So you have to Left or one? lift one oh. good facelift in everyone. So you oh. have to choose your timing wisely. You don't want to get it too early. You don't want to do it in your 40s because then you can't do it again and again. Just choose one good facelift. I think the era would probably be what? Late 50s? 55. Yeah. 55, 60? Well, I will tell you, I saw Kenny Rogers' facelift. <laughs> he looks great. He looks amazing. Isn't he I mean, dead? But he did die. But I thought, <laughs> did he get it soon enough? Did he have enough years where oh, it could? Oh, no, I mean, get. 
fucked himself up so good. But you got to let it settle in. And I think <laughs> oh once, my God. once you get it done, you can't come out for like a couple of years. Yeah. Let it settle in and find its way. Looks like he did the teeth on the same trip. <laughs> Holy shit. Who's a goddamn Bill? You got the Steve Harveys. <laughs> God bless him, though. God bless him. He... Wait, you what know, did he do though? But he did it in he did too much. Lift, I think. He did it, yeah, too and much. then what cheek implants? It looks it's like a fake teeth. beard. It's a fake beard. Can I tell you something too? Wow. As a, I mean, I don't know, dude or woman. <laughs> it it, it's too old to do it. He did it too too. He late. waited too long. Yeah, because I think he had maybe five years in that a five year late. run with that face. Yeah. <laughs> a but five yeah. year run of spooking people the fuck out. <laughs> I gotta tell you that. I mean, because you never look younger when you do this kind of shit. You just look weirder. Well, it's too aggressive. Different. You can look, you can look younger if you do it subtly. I you know? agree. You don't want to look do at too him much. with him and Dolly. <laughs> Holy shit! Looks like two wax figures. What's going on? <laughs> you don't want to do too much where your phone doesn't recognize you. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bert, Bert told me that he fuck. He's been on like benders where he's just drinking too much and his phone doesn't. Okay. Open. He, oh my God! Yeah, like, he won't recognize him. Like, no, that's not you. <laughs> Type in your code, <laughs> and he can't remember his code. Uh, there's no way. Man, look at uh, that! You got to call someone for the code, and you can't call anybody. Yeah. His eyes are too. He opened them up too much. Yeah. Wow, what a talented guy, huh? Yes. Yeah. The, didn't he have a barbecue place too? Kenny uh, Rogers sure. barbecue and and all. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it must be hard for you, musician, because they can only make money on the road, I've been told. Touring? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got to look good. You got to look like you're pulled back. On it's the road. scary. Oh. You have to be a rock star, especially because now as we're watching Madonna age and how do you navigate that, like, it's scary. It's got to be scary to be like a Cher, a Madonna. How do you Anybody with age? one name, it's, it's hard. It's so it's hard, hard having yeah. one name. Somebody else comes along with that same name. I know. And you're screwed. You're so screwed. Yeah. When are you, are you going to do, do you think you're going to do the Kenny Rogers? Well, I have, <clears throat> I have that plan now with mm -hmm. my, um, with my facialist mm -hmm. yeah. who isn't really qualified to do all the surgery. <laughs> yeah. But he has been outlining everything with a Sharpie. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. And he wrote there, so then make a mistake. He says, this face. This, yeah, yeah. On, this that, face. on my this head. Side. Right. You're, um, you're going to go like aggressive, like pull back everything, do. Do it all at once. Yeah. But do like, it all at once. you should do, are you, you can do the eyes. I'm going to pull eyes. the eyes back so I have one on each side of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have the best peripheral vision in the world. Yeah. And my nose, I'd like to bring up to my forehead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's well, a good that's, idea. And have that's a very elitist down. style to go for. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing. Uh, the chin's coming off completely. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to hang this lower lip with collagen. I'm getting the three plus pack of collagen. So oh. that hangs down. So it doubles <laughs> as a chin and a lip. That's so good. And um, I'm actually going to take my ears and put them on my shoulders. <laughs> so that's my plan now. I don't know if I'm going to stick to it. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Yeah. You got a minute? Yeah. <laughs> Let's say an actress goes to a very famous Beverly Hills plastic surgeon mm -hmm. and he performs a lot of work on her. Really amazing work. And then, because he's an artist, right? Sure, yeah. they are. And then yeah. he goes off and dies. <gasps> Does that person who had the work done become more valuable because Oof. he has died as an artist? Wow. Really that's actually point. a very good question. And that's true. That happened. Really? Yeah. That happened. I don't remember the name of the doctor or it, but he was texting and driving and went off the road. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Did you buy her or something? How did her price come into? Yeah. Well, I didn't know she was for sale oh, until right. I saw the frame around her. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this one's for sale. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but um, no, I was just thinking about that because I mean, it should, as as it happens in the art world, yeah. When the artist dies, and and what a bummer dude. too for him to die because then who's going to do your touch ups? That's true. But luckily, she died not soon after that. Oh, good. good. Yeah, Thank yeah. God. Apparently, he botched something in her. And oh dear, mm-hmm. you know, um, the first time I got Botox. Um, or is it filler? I think you talk filler. about this like you're losing your virginity. The first time I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was filler. The first time I got oh, filler, filler, I was so afraid. And I asked the doctor right before she did, I go, what's the side effects? Like I have two little <laughs> children. She goes, well, okay. One woman in Beverly Hills went blind. And no. she was a mother too. And I was no. like, <gasps> she's like, that's not going to happen to you today. And I was like, yeah, but it kind of can. It kind of can. She wanted her eyes filled in. That's all. <laughs> But she's like, it's a one in, you know, 1,000 thing. And I'm like, oh, gosh. If you were going to fly in a plane, there's a one in 1,000 chance you would crash. Would you go? Yeah. How about one in 500? Yeah. How about one out of 10? No. How about you? (laughs) You love life. Uh, It would have to be at least one out of 10,000. For you to fly? For you to fly. Yeah. What about what cars much greater odds than that, though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. To oh, die no. in a plane crash? No, much greater. Like, in other words, oh, oh, like meaning the it's, odds are... Oh, it's, you're, odds you're are much more you. likely to survive. Yeah. If you ever look in on... a plane crash? No, no. I mean, your Flying. number wouldn't be called up. Look at that. Uh, but if one you... One in 11 million. But you look at... Shit. Look at it. There's an app that shows you all the planes that are in the air Look at, at car, though. Car but car is one in 5,000, 5, Kevin. That's why I don't drive. I do not drive. I always have somebody else drive. Yeah. I picked you up today. You did pick me up. Yeah. And you brought my bags in. I did. What room am I in here tonight? Um, it's over. It's, it's <laughs> in 26. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you, there's an app that'll show you every plane that's in the sky mm-hmm. in that particular moment. And it's almost like the whole country is red with flights. And I'm surprised they don't crash into each other. I know. I think about that all the time. I'm just amazed that people, that you get your, your, your postage delivered. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just surprised that like you get mail. How does yeah, that work? I the know. scale of how, that. How does Amazon get you something like two hours later? How? Oh, how does tuna fish stay fresh in the pouch? <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a week because I wanted to eat tuna fish. And it's then airtight. I thought, how disgusting <clears throat> that they can keep fish contained in a, in a pouch. What kind of stuff is in there keeping that alive? Well, they put it in there when it's alive to begin with. The tuna so it's got fish. a head start. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> What do Tom? Do you check expiration dates on cans and things? Bread? I don't really either. Well, he no. barfs a lot more than I do. do but I, I mean, you know, sometimes I'll eat something a few months old and you know it gets sick. But you know, that's, just, that's <laughs> what the body's defense mechanisms are for. And that tells you not to eat that same thing again. Yeah. And then I just go like, oh, don't have seconds of that. You know. Yeah, I'll be eating something out of a can. My wife will look at the expiration date. She goes, you know, this expired last year. <laughs> yeah. I said, I can't tell. Yeah. I just if I see mold, I won't eat it. Sure. If I see mold, if I see like a bug or something or, you know, some type of growth, if it smells like somebody farted into the thing that I'm eating, I'll be like, hmm. But other than that. Does that happen often? Yeah. You're like, you like that or no? No. <laughs> not at all. No. Not at all. No, I'm not a big fart fan. My yeah. wife will buy like a bread, a loaf of bread from the farmer's market. It's fresh. It gets green on it like after two hours. Yeah. You know, mold. I will yeah. eat a piece of like Wonder Bread that's mm-hmm. been sitting on the counter for a month and it's still fresh. How is that possible? Well, preservatives. preservatives. You know what I saw on a video is that those mold spores spread throughout the item that you're eating. So just because you think you've picked oh, off the mold, really? there's spores within okay. the bread. And that's such. okay. But you're what fine. happens if you eat mold? 
I don't Nothing. think anything that crazy. It's mushrooms, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's mushrooms. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's mushrooms, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's natural. Uh, 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 it's yeah. natural. Yeah. It's Portobello. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Mold can produce toxic chemicals to hold mycotoxins. <laughs> they can cause diseases, even death, depending on the amount of food. Oh. Yeah. I guess that's not good. Do you ever um, stand in the sunlight? It's in, the sunlight's <laughs> streaming through the room, and you scratch your cheek or something. You see all these white flecks yeah, floating around. Yeah, sure. so creepy. What are we breathing in every day? Well, we're dying. Oh my God. We're dying every day. Yeah. No, but the dust. I know what you're talking about. Like, just like sometimes you just see a beam of light, yeah. and it's just gross yeah. dust. Yeah. yeah. And we're just breathing that in. That's our bodies just decomposing <laughs> while we live. I might have to wear that mask from now on. But that's what your nose hairs are for. That's what. That's why they tell you not to breathe through your mouth. Oh, I had those all waxed out. All of them? Yeah. I oh, leave wow. one in the back just to do that, but it's just too much work it's for one. It's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think if you were a single man, you would use social media to... Like dating apps yeah but I mean like just to <laughs> announce like what you, who you are what you're looking for probably yeah because there's there's a couple guys that we found that are doing it and they're fucking knocking it out of the park um, <laughs> like this guy here come on now beautiful I'm looking for a plus size woman let's make it real a real motherfucker I'm down for mine I'm all about mine <laughs> Looking for love. Oh, he's Looking a keeper. Cold, held, treated like gold, worshipped the ground you walk on. I'm your man. I mean, he's, that was like right to the point. Listen, great people, pitch. Why, why, <laughs> when your daughter grows up, is dating age, yeah. where is this guy going to be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you do have a daughter, right? Two boys. Okay. But when you have your daughter. Yeah. And she grows <laughs> up. Coming. She's coming. How old are your kids? Six you and four. Know? Oh, yeah. Six and four. Yeah. Oh, that's a great age. So Adopt. Cute. One's adopted. But, yeah. One is adopted. The black one. Yeah. The black one. Yeah. Oh. And what's the other one? He's half Chinese. Oh, really? Yeah. But he's like, she's the other half. Oh, nice. So you, you did go to have some plastic surgery, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, on me. Yeah. 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 Good for you. Thank you. You guys have it made. I know. You do. I know. I it's mean, you could do a lot better, but at this point, you have it made. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is this true? It's true. It Are you happy, true. though? I am, yeah. Are yeah. you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Tom, look at me. Yeah. Are you happy? I'm happy. <laughs> you are? Yeah. Are you Tom happy? Tom is very, uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Sure, sure. Tom is very, very composed. Yeah. I don't know him that well, but I like yeah. him. But he's like like me a lot, where he doesn't get overly excited about yeah, anything. Yeah, it's so true. And I get complaints about that, because my Same. wife is very enthusiastic about things and shows her feelings. And yeah. I'm like, I don't trust anything, I guess. I'm so used to being let down. At, huh, that's the same Tommy and I. I no, get, we're I'm very like, alike in that. I'm like, there have been times where I'm like, just get excited. It's all this yeah. fucking crazy, yeah. dude. You just sold an arena. You just did a book. You did that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's very cool. I know, right? And it's so sad, because I want, I want you to enjoy life the way Because he realizes can. underneath what he really is. <laughs> What is it? Just like me. Dead. We're dead inside. <laughs> yes. But yeah. you love You're like dead I would inside. I would go. Well, I think the thrill <laughs> of life is really probably doing like I mean I've you know I've joked about this, but I do think like following somebody around, following them home, following them to a park or a trail. And like doing what is innately inside of all of us would probably give me the thrill that I'm That's looking for. Yeah. I think he's right. I, and and can I tell you something? The more you joke about it, the more I think you're 100% not lying. You're telling the truth. He watches that Dahmer show over and over, over and over. 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 He restarted the whole series. Just start from the beginning. Watch it again. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I can't stomach it. How about Making of a Murderer? Remember that one? 
Yeah. 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 Is that what excites you too? Death? Like, does it take a lot to excite you? Because I, I think that's what he's yeah, what trying is to the say. Thing that, what it's is, not so be much the death. It's the torture before the death. <laughs> that's yes. what I like. Yes. yes. You, you were on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if they were legal, if that was legal, which I assume it will be one day. Yeah. Um, boy, you'd see some smiles on our face. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've never seen a full-blown smile from Tom. I've seen a little bit of... I have that fantasy of kidnapping someone, tying them up, torturing them, like... You know, Tom, somebody who deserves Tom, it, not like a bad, Tom, not a good Tom, person. Tom, you don't, you are right up my street here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's funny when somebody See? goes, "Oh yeah. my God, are you kidding me?" You don't know if they're going to be excited about something or really yeah. angry. That's true. You know, yeah. are you kidding me? I yeah. love that too. I love that too. <laughs> no, I just as a disclaimer, I think that's sick. Yeah. That's really sick. And anybody listening, don't, it doesn't. It's not me. Maybe it's Tom, but it's not me. No, no, no. no. I, I was doing a bit. I'm yeah. doing a bit. You're doing a bit. Now let's get it back to Tom for a second here. Yes. I was I was telling somebody I'm doing the um, the YMH. You got to tell me what that stands for, by the way. Yeah, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm doing the YMH podcast, and I know Tom, and I, Tom loves cars. Yeah, it's Tom, right? Yeah, Tom loves cars. <laughs> yeah, and when people get a little success, they're like rappers in a way. But yeah. they'll go with cars if you're like a comedian or yeah. Because cars, you've always loved cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably have two or three, mm-hmm. like really high performance cars. Right? Is it less? Two. Yeah. Two? More than two? So you got four cars that you really love, right? You were you you splurge a little bit. You got four cars. Right? More? <laughs> you own a you own a um you have a fleet of cars? Do you have a taxi company? Where were you going with this? <laughs> I was just going to say, it's nice to have a hobby. Yeah. But I will never collect anything. <laughs> I can't. But, Christine, this is you your, but isn't this your hobby that you've I'm now. I'm done with that now. You're done? I'm You're so just going to sick burn of that. It? Yeah. 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 No, that is my hobby. It is available, though. Exaggerate yeah, is my actually, brushes with fame. <laughs> I exaggerate my brushes with fame. Yeah. And Tom, you know, we, we got to do a hike, so I keep bothering you for a hike, but I know you're here now and you're busy, but I have that hiking show coming out October <gasps> oh, 27th, fourth season called Hiking with Kevin on YouTube. There's some great trails here in Austin. I've been on them along the river. Oh, along the river, along creeks. I have a little app. I find them. I take the boys. They love it. I would take Tom to a trail, but I'm not sure I could trust them. I don't think you you should. We did a night. We did a few walks together in LA. We did, actually. That was really fun. And they are walks, by the way. (laughs) They're not really hikes. Yeah, but you had one of my, you had one of the funniest things I'd seen that you did. (laughs) The walk. Which is that we would be walking, and then you know there's a group walking towards us, and he'd be like, "Oh, hey, we were just talking about you." And then we'd just keep walking. <laughs> That's so funny. And then we, we wouldn't stop right and just keep walking. Yeah. And they're like, That's so silly. How, how are they talking about yeah, us? Yeah. That's so funny. But I had some good people on this year so far. I've done 14. I've done over 100 hikes so far. I'm exhausted. What? Oh my gosh! Yeah. No wonder you're I would so love fit. to go on the hike. Well, when would. you have time, we'll do it. Yeah. But Paul, what are you here for? I'm here. Um, I'm leaving in a couple hours. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I texted you beforehand to see if you want to do one, but I was in Canada. You were in Canada. <laughs> Paul Rudd is the opening. Uh, Love Paul Rudd. Hiker, yeah, and Eugene Levy did one. Lovely. Great Kinnear. So funny. Some so other comics. A lot of yeah. heavy hitters. This is your Nora basketball Jones. team. It is. It is. Dang. Yeah. So um, that's October 27th on YouTube. Nice. Um, but that was that happened already. So I'm, you know, I like to let people know that that's the first episode if they can go back and watch it. I um, I might be able to do it next week in LA. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Um, I'm on this book tour. I don't know if I'll be there. Oh, Jesus Christ. How are we going to fucking walk there? Plus, I had a knee replaced like two months ago. You did? So, yeah. Jeez. We could just walk through like a mall or something. I told the plastic surgeon, just do my nose. I know. And he goes down to the knee. We could do a mall. I asked Steve Martin if he would go on a hike. He goes, if we do Beverly Hills. I thought, okay, I'll just hold some bushes behind us, like we're out in the woods, <laughs> hiking. But the thing about those Did hikes, he do it with you? No. Those people never, they let down their guard when they're out on the trail. It's not like being in a studio. It's different, Like yeah. right here. Nature. I mean, I'm, I'm very guarded right here. Sure. But when you get out on a trail, there's no camera, and there's no like lights and audience. That's true. And people kind of forget and that you get the endorphins going. And, and I remember passing people when I was hiking you pick up bits of conversation as they're going by. I know. That's and the it's best so part. interesting. Sometimes I'll follow those people to hear the rest of the story. Yeah. <laughs> I heard one guy passing, uh, passing uh, yeah. with his wife, and I felt so sad for him. As they were passing, I heard him say, Do you think I could golf tomorrow? Oh. Mm. That's who you we're want. We're going to divorce. Take to the fucking cabin in the woods. <laughs> Jeez. No. Just her uh, Christine, open. I'm surprised you're alive still. I know, me too. Jeez. Can I you go to bed at night with your mm, eyes open? Yeah, I, I go to bed listening to him watch Dahmer or whatever murderous shit that he's into. Um, but anyway, I've been hiking here in uh, uh, Texas. And you know what I love is the animals. I'm actually going to, I put out a little video every now and then really? about what I see. Like just Which the huge one? ass bumblebees. They're so big. Like spiders that are this big. You might, they might be birds. Oh, maybe they, they're birds. They're yellow and black birds, birds yes. here. Yeah. <laughs> and then armadillos everywhere. And oh, then vultures man. that eat the dead shit in the street. Yes, I love those. So fucking cool, man. So cute. Dude, I saw a dead snake on the road what the other day. What kind of snake? Just a tiny little something. I don't know. It's cool watch the little shit. ones. The little ones are the most ferocious I've learned. Is that really? right? Yeah, yeah. A little baby rattlesnake. They got a lot of adrenaline in them. They got a lot of Rattlers. poison. They don't know how to control it. Oh, oh right. right. And sometimes a rattlesnake will be laying in the trail in LA. And it's big. And I don't know what to do to get, I don't want to jump over it because you might jump up because they could oh, jump. Yeah. Sure. And this woman passed me. I said, you know, there's a snake. This trail's closed. There's a snake right there. She goes, oh, no, no. I'll show you how to do it. No. They feel vibration. So you have to stomp your feet really hard on the ground near them, and then they slither away. Don't get too close. Right. And I have a friend who caught a rattlesnake. No. He's crazy. He will sneak up on them. There's a time of the year when they're a little more... Mm, passive? You know, passive. I think it's maybe summer. I'm not sure, but he go up to it, and it'll take... He'll get his thumb and forefinger and he'll no, both hands out. No. And then he'll grab the tail and the head at the same time. No. Pick it up. Yeah. No. Nope. This friend's out of his fucking mind. Well, it was it was a scary looking rattler. Well, we get snakes under our sun dick in the summertime, especially at night. They like to cool off. Oh, no. And they'll come, those snakes will just come right in the shade. You got to wear shoes and scorpions and shit. Oh, my God. It so you love real. Austin. You love living here? I love it. <laughs> Pretty cool. I do. I love it. No, it's great. I it think it's great. You don't mind the heat? That no, sucks, yeah. I mean, but still, you. I feel like you... What do you care? You're touring all the time, I know. Tom. He's... You're never home. Do you know where you live? I do. <laughs> it's near the water. <laughs> do you live near the water? I can't say. Oh, oh, I know you. Really, I I know what you're talking about. I know what right. I know what house it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, there's a house by the water up there. I know where it is. Yeah. You know, it's true. <laughs> what kind of chicks are you into? Chicks. All I'm looking for is <laughs> oh a man who's willing to explore the wilderness. Hey, trails. I get that. Go on a hike. I get that. I have to say, 
I think she, I mean, this goes against everything we stand for at YMH. Yeah. She kind of looks hot with it. I feel like if there is a chick to have this armpit hair, it's Oh, this I thought girl. you were talking about the moon. Uh, I didn't even notice the arm hair. I was thinking the moon is really cool. No, she is she pretty. She fits, she's the type of girl that should have armpit hair. Yeah. Looks good on I her. I think so. She likes the wild. Yeah, she does. She wants to explore. You can have her on the hiking show. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe that might be a good hike under that arm right there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of foliage. Yeah, there is a lot. Traps a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. What about, okay, Tom, about yeah. her hangers? What do you think about those hangers? Those hangers of hers? Yeah. Yeah, they seem full, plump, you know. Yeah. You like plump. I mean, you know, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have any complaint about uh, breasts. I, like, I, I just think as a, you know, they're all good. Okay, here's they're my question. Good. Here's yeah. my question for both of you. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to figure this out a long time. Women cannot go topless, say, in most places. Yes. Even if they have no breasts at all, hardly. Yeah. yeah. But a plus-size man yes. who has very big breasts <laughs> yeah. can walk around anywhere without a bra. Yeah, it's I crazy. Know. So what is the what should be the rule? Gosh, it's such uh, a good idea. Very I think it's so silly that that we question. don't allow women to be topless. That's the silly part, you know. But he's saying, I like your point. Is that what is the difference? Is no, it a cup size? Uh, is it an A cup? No, it's, it's, a, to, it's a woman. That's the that's. But the, what if she likes to be identified as a man? Mm. Well, that's a different. That's a whole different thing. That's and, a whole different yeah. can of worms, right there. Yeah. Because I think maybe men would lose more weight and get healthier if they had to wear a bra. Well, hold on now. You're not allowed to say that because it's cool to be fat. Do you no, know, I'm you saying healthier. Fat healthier. Oh, healthier. Yeah. Okay. Well, you could be as heavy as you want. I'm talking about healthier. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. That's a man. Oh, he's sexy. Yeah, I love these things, eh? I know I do. I love the weight of them. I love hanging on to them. I'm now, he should wear a bra. Yeah. He's got no penis either. <laughs> yeah. Wonder, yeah. No, he had those put on. No. Yeah, look at look at the scars around there. No, no. I know, believe me. <laughs> those are tick cups. He no. suctioned them look out. At, no. He oh, that's where them. the red thing is there. Yeah. 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 Oh, so anybody could do that. You can right. do that right oh, now. Sweet. Do you want to try? We actually have uh, a pet. We actually ordered our own stuff. Do you want to put yours in? There's a reason never to get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much for you to try tick cups? Both? Yeah. Just let them suction on for like 20 minutes. I don't know how healthy that is, though. Oh, it's I mean, fine. You're tearing. It's fine. Is it all right? Yes. Can you just do your breasts or can you do your. <laughs> you can do your junk. Yeah. 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 That I might do. Penis cups? You yeah. happy with your anatomy? No. 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 Are you? Is anybody happy with. If there weren't other people around, I'd be happy. Because I wouldn't have anything to compare it to. Good point. But do you remember the first time you went into a locker room? Yes. Oh. And guys were walking around. Yes. Old guys. Yeah. With, with their nice balls dicks. dragging. Yeah. yeah. Right. And lots of hair, and you're like, yeah. "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that like scared me. Scared me too. Uh, there was a so I was on the swim team when I was like. That's where I know you from. I knew I knew you from somewhere. I was killing me. I go, where do I know this guy from? That's the swim team. Dude, and because you're in Speedos, and then you see a kid like six years older than you that's also on the, like, the, you know, the other level swim team, and yeah. you're like, I know. What? And you're like, I'm not changing, you know? And then, and then we were uh, middle school basketball. Oh, my God. And, of course, you know, fucking, of course, basketball is black kids on the team, and you're like, holy shit. 
never seen anything like this. You just kind of like, man, I guess I'm going to, that's when I started like playing with myself um, before getting undressed so I could get a little weight going, you know? Yeah, yeah, so I, I get would, that. I, I get that. Totally. And fluff. And, yeah. I mean, I, I was a late bloomer. Yeah. I really was. I was a late bloomer. I was 5'8 when I graduated high school. No, you were not. I swear to God. When you graduated high school? When I graduated high school, I was 5'8. You're 18 years old, 5'8. Yeah, 5'8. No body hair. I was so late blooming. And I would come back from, let's say we're going to the locker room after a team sport. I didn't play anything, but maybe I tried out for something. And I would always get to the locker room first. Even after working out so hard, I would run ahead of everybody. And so I could get changed, take a yeah. shower before people came in. And um, and saw how well endowed I was because I was embarrassed about that, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, no, but you know what I mean. I had like no body hair. Yeah. And these guys all look like my father walking around in there. Crazy. Yeah. Do you grow seven been... inches in college? Huh? You grew like seven. Yeah. Holy shit! Damn, dog. I, well, yeah, I graduated, and I got a job working as a lifeguard on the beach. And maybe it's the sun. Yeah. And <laughs> I was a late bloomer. Like my son no, is no. is the same way, and he's the doctor said he's going to be six three. Damn. I don't know how they could tell how big you're going to be. They, how they, do they tell either? Well, there's a formula they use because they did it in front of me once. Really? They take the, yeah, they take the heights of both of the parents and then they calculate. It's a pretty, it was a pretty simple formula. And then they, they can guess within two, two to three inches. Yeah, <laughs> within seven to eight yeah, inches. Seven, yeah, seven to eight inches. No. <laughs> but within two, they said with, I think they said within two inches, the formula yeah. has like a 96% accuracy. You could also do like, I think, bone density in your hand or mm -hmm. something. They, they said Here you could do is. a scan. Add the mother's height to the father's height in either inches or centimeters. Add five inches for boys or subtract five inches for girls and you divide by two. That's the Let me get my calculator out of here. Yeah. Um, that, what's the other? Oh, David Robinson had the most famous growth spurt, I think, that I've heard of. You ever hear about David Robinson's? No. He graduated high school, I believe, 5'9". He ended up being 7'1". Jesus. What? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. crazy. He went to the Naval Academy and then they were like, you can't be in any fucking military force. What are you talking about? Giant? I wanted to be a jet. I wanted to be a, a pilot. You're way too tall. Oh, I'm too oh. tall. Yeah, I should have applied when I was in high school. Yeah, true. And I would have grown in the cockpit and I couldn't get out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You'd still be flying today. That's true. How yeah. tall is your wife? She's actually seven one. Jesus. Now she's five seven. Oh. So let's do the formula. Normal okay, I'm six four. Pull it up again. That's seven seven inch difference. All right. So father's height in inches. What's six four in inches? That's uh. 72. So that'd be nine three, inch four, uh, five, together. Right? Three, four, five, six. 76? Yeah. 76 plus two, <laughs> five, seven. Hold on, we're going to do it. What's, okay. uh, what's 72 minus five? 60, 67. 67? Yeah. Plus? Oh, you got to calculate. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then plus five. Yeah. And divided by two. So that's uh, that's six two. Oh, so six two, and then the margin is supposed to be like two inches. Wait a minute. Yeah. Do you divide two right. into seventy four? What? What do you divide seventy four? What, what do you do with the seventy four? That's the final number. Oh, that's the number of inches. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's good to know. Six two. Thank you, doctor. Yeah. That's nice. a perfect. That's lovely. Stop yeah. buying. Start Tall. buying in pants, and yeah. that is a good level. Yes. I'm like just below that freaky level. Right, tall. Yes, or I'll, although people see me, they go, "Oh, you're tall." You know but, that ninety-five percent of the population <laughs> is under six four. So you're in you're in the five percent already, and then yeah. with every inch above that, 
that percentage goes down. So you are at the you're at the very bottom of what could be freaky and weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see somebody really tall and I'll say to my wife, Am I that tall? And she'll go, No, 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 no. Sometimes I'll see somebody tall. If I'm alone, I'll kind of stand next to them, look in the mirror. I'm not that tall. But I'm right there though. I'm right. right I'm there. knocking on the door. Thank God things stopped. That's so funny you do that. I always ask Tom, am I that fat? Yeah, I do too. <laughs> am I that fat? Do I look like that lady? I do that too. Don't I say fat. It's not good. <laughs> Unhealthy. What's the word? Unhealthy. Inappropriate. Unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I got your game, man. Yeah. So um, I got your game. <clears throat> your eyes are hazel, are they? They are hazel. And that's a rare thing too. You're in like the rare air of that. I mean, nobody has a hazel. Is that true? Very rare. Yes. I like hazel. Well, yeah. That's nice, dude. You're another you got anomaly. Blue eyes. Yeah. I'm are you brown. brown? Doo doo brown. Yeah. You must, are you Mexican descent or? Doo -doo brown. I'm Doo -doo half brown. Asian, half Doo -doo Mexican. Doo doo yeah. brown. What do you guys do for a hobby? Let's talk about you for a minute. I started <clears throat> a not oil painting, the other one, acrylic. Acrylic. And I'm horrible at it. I gave Tom my first painting. I'm garbage, but I like being garbage at something yeah. and just enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, I think it was you that kind of inspired me because really? oh. your painting is in the room that I paint in, and I was like, I like, I want to try that. And I and it was it was encouraging because like, I think people, you know, when you pick something up, you're like, I have to be good at this, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't have to be good at this. No one's gonna see this. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I just I've been, want to uh, do something I've different. Been, I mean, people like raise their eyebrows at this, but I've been collecting uh, Nazi memorabilia. But people, <laughs> here's the thing: no, <laughs> people don't know how hard it is to get the good stuff. It really you, you get the authentic stuff, not the, the authentic stuff. <laughs> is I mean, I have a whole circle of people that I go through. Shit is not easy to get a hold of, man. No, what do you or do with it? Store, yeah. Well, I have like I have Goebbels handkerchief. I got. Um, I have a Hitler's this, tea set. Remember yeah, that one? Have, any paintings? Any paintings by Hitler? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. They're not that good. No, no. Oh, yeah. He never was that good. Yeah, but you know, it's still. It's kind of like when you wake up in the morning and you're like, "Man, Hitler made that." Like it's. <laughs> it really kind of gives you a boost to your day. You know? <laughs> Sometimes I'll be driving through Hollywood and I'll look at the Hollywood Ooh. sign. Yeah. Those are really good oh, those paintings. Are nice. Hitler There's was nice a good painter. He's good. Tom, which one do you have of these? Uh, that uh, third one from the... You that can't tell they're paint by numbers, though, can you? They're really good. <laughs> no, I have that, yeah, the, mount, that mountain, the mountainscape one. Yeah, they right finally there. got that castle one back yeah. because the Nazis confiscated it from Hitler during the war. Oh. And then it ended up in one of the Nazis' homes. So they got it and they gave it back to Hitler's estate. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. How lovely. Good. Yeah. So you ever look at something... You ever look at something like say a painting or something and you say these are the same images that so-and-so looked at when they were alive yeah yes. like i'll be driving through hollywood and i look at the hills and i think this is what clark gable looked at when he was driving sure oh my gosh yeah that's so yeah. funny that's my hobby that is good. that is a good hobby but tom you were uh you, you like cars i know you i do cars. and i also i started going the racetrack driving with a, an instructor really yeah it's like a hobby like paul newman i mean yeah i mean better looking version but yeah it's like a I wouldn't cut yourself down. I think you are a good-looking guy. He's very handsome. He's very handsome. Yeah. Especially now that he looks healthy. Yes. Thanks. He he looks like a a young Paul Newman actually. If you mm. look at Paul Newman. All right. Uh, Maybe if he stood on his head. You know. Yeah. Do you ever look like? Do you ever look at yourself upside down? I have. It's not that great. <laughs> not good. No. Oh. Jesus, he was a handsome guy. Paul look Newman. At, that's you, Tommy. Yeah. That red headshot when you were young. A young Tommy Segura. Look at the bottom right. I'm feels, telling you. Feels like yeah. if, I had been, uh, if I had the F1 driving body, maybe. 
I did see him once. You yeah. Did? Yeah. His wife was at a one of these resorts in Massachusetts, you know, where you go for healthy stuff. Yeah. I forget the name of it, but he was leaning against the bar um, or the breakfast bar, whatever, as we were leaving. And I thought, oh my gosh, Paul Newman. I've seen a lot of people like that. I saw Cary Grant once no in shit. the back of a golf cart. The first celebrity ever. I was like 10. Kennedy, uh, JFK, sitting in the back. Damn. White hair, big black glasses. I thought, man, he's changed a lot <laughs> from when I saw him when I was three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I met um, Gallagher when sure I was did. nine at a seafood restaurant in the San Fernando Valley. And he signed an autograph for me. And I was like, <gasps> I was so just starstruck. If you got him to sign a watermelon, that would have been worth it. I saw, I saw, um, what's the guy? It was uh, the guy, Craig T. Nelson, oh, turned down a kid uh, who asked for an autograph at Orlando Airport. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, so like 12. Mean. It was fucking amazing. No. And I got to see the whole thing. And he came up with the pen. No. And he was like, I was like, here's the one guy we tough to top. Yeah. <laughs> when I first moved to Los Angeles, there was a restaurant on La Cienca called Alan Hale's Lobster Barrel or something. And he owned the place and he would come around to each table <gasps> and ask, how are you doing? From Gilligan's Island. Oh, Skipper. Pretty great. Yeah. That's such a classy Skipper. thing. Here's yeah. the book. It's called I Exaggerate My Brushes with Fame. Kevin Nealon has portraits and stories. Dude, you really are an incredible artist. You really are. Thanks, really, really incredible. You'll like those stories too. I think you'll be surprised at um, what I give out on some of those. Oh. Can't wait to read this one, you know. Um, <laughs> Is that Hitler? But thank you. Yeah. You Hitler. Hitler. All the stories the I have story on Hitler are just incredible. And mis misunderstood is an understatement. By the way, one quick thing. You could edit this out if you want. Like I said, when I was a kid, I yeah. lived in Germany. Yeah. I lived in a German neighborhood. A lot of the kids were in the military, their parents, so they lived on the army bases. My father worked for a helicopter company, so we lived in a German neighborhood, and a lot of my friends were German. And this is 15 years after World War II. I go over to one of my friend's house, and in the living room is a glass case of German boats. You know, one of those scenes, uh -huh. you know, all the, like, U-boats and yeah. everything. Yeah. And at the time, I was even eight or nine, I thought... This is kind of weird. You know, his father is like in the other room reading the newspaper. Yeah. And I thought, man, this is like some serious stuff here. I better watch who I pick as friends. Yes. yes. But, you know, that transition time was probably interesting for German families that were sure. in the war back then. Especially if they were well, on the, you know, they had a, on the right team. If you know what I mean. But I did go in the closet and got a shirt for you as a little gift. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> Thank got you. A little, little kind of Nazi kind of stuff oh, on it. Cool, dude. And Thank two of the you. boats. I got two of the two, boats. Two of the, all right. Yeah. Well, I, I I have cash here that I keep at the office. Oh, this so. is on me. Oh, Perfect. my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've been making all these bank runs for no reason. Um, <laughs> you but, can go to the ATM. You don't have to go to the bank. Uh, there's not enough cash well, not at enough. the ATM <laughs> for what I get. No. That's um, true. Thank you for coming, though, man. Thank Thanks you, Kevin. for having Good me, man. I love you. you. And I'll, I'll try to hike with you if you're around next week. Yeah, call me. I'm in and out. Okay. When are you okay. going to be there? Um, I, uh, we'll talk in a minute. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Okay, I'll give yeah. you my uh, my digits. Okay. All right. Dang. Here they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>